0: Welcome, Imaginators. Sit back, buckle in, and ignite your imagination. This is the Imaginate Series, Season 1, The Man with the Red Umbrella. I'm Joey Massio, the author and creator of Imaginate. If you'd like to support our show, you can do so by following us on Twitter at Imaginate Series, leaving us a review on iTunes, or by sharing the link to our show on Facebook. This episode's featured imagination comes from Mandy, an 11-year-old from Salem, Utah, who responded to the Imagination Challenge, What Would You Imaginate to Make School More Fun? Here is Mandy's amazing imagination.
1: My idea for the challenge is a lemonade maker. It makes fresh lemonade of any kind you want. Lemons go through the machine and you select your flavor and then your delicious lemonade is yours. It's all for free. Um, you could have cotton candy lemonade, blueberry lemonade, and any other kind of lemonade you can think of. It also cleans up for you. This would make school way more
0: fun. We are always accepting submissions for any past Imagination Challenge. To have your kids' imagination featured on our show, record them telling us about their idea and send it to ImaginateSeries at gmail.com. Stay tuned at the end of this episode for our next Imagination Challenge. Here's a recap of the last episode. Nate got in a huge fight with his friends, Alex and Thomas, because he ditched them to hang out with the untouchable trio, using his powers every day to imaginate the latest U-Phone so he could be cool too. Hanging out with the cool kids did protect Nate from Bruce a little too well. The trio ended up being bigger bullies than Bruce ever was. It all got even worse when the trio had Nate be quarterback during a quick game at lunch. Nate ended up embarrassing himself in front of the whole school. Here is Imaginate, The Man with the Red Umbrella, Episode 11, The Chase. Nate sat at his desk in the middle of the classroom. He tried his best to avoid making eye contact with other kids, but It was hard when everyone was looking at you. He couldn't blame them. He was covered in mud and had just made a giant fool of himself in front of everyone. Mrs. Witten stood up at her desk. Nate hoped the beginning of the lesson would distract everyone.
2: Today we are going to watch a video class,
0: said Mrs. Witten.
2: Perfect. This should get everyone's mind off my failure. We are going to watch the video of Nate's failure. What? It will be good for everyone to see what it looks like when you think you're cool and you are in fact not.
0: The video started playing at the front of the classroom. Nate throws the ball and flops on the ground. The class bursted into laughter. Uh, Miss Witten? Nate raised his hand. Why are we watching? Shh. No talking. Mrs. Witten replayed the video.
2: Let's see that again.
0: Nate throws the ball, flops onto the ground, and the class laughs.
2: This video was taken by our own Heather Lane.
0: Heather stood, and everyone applauded her. Mrs. Whitten smiled politely. Nate has a giant crush on her, but he's too much of a loser to do anything about it. Nate turned red. Mrs. Whitten! The video played again. Throw, flop, laugh. (laughs) Alex and Thomas were laughing with everyone else. You
2: guys aren't even in this class. He thought we were losers, huh?
0: Thomas pointed at the video. But look at him! Two hands grabbed onto Nate's shoulders from behind. He turned to see Spencer standing behind him. I told you, baby boy gonna get it. Spencer grinned widely. And now you are. Spencer stepped back and Bruce stood behind him, towering over eight feet tall with a bruised and broken nose. He pounded his fists together and seemed more ape-like than usual. I eat losers. Bruce thundered toward him. Everyone formed a circle around Nate. The classroom was suddenly an arena filled with thousands of people. Giant screens all over the place played his failure on repeat. Throw, flop, laugh. A spotlight shined down on Nate. Bruce got closer. Nate searched through the large crowd. There was no one to protect him. Bruce got even closer, drooling as he pounded his fists together. Ah! Everyone was laughing. Dozens of cameras were on him. He was about to get a fist to the face. And Nate looked down and realized he was in his underwear. (laughs) Nate woke up. That nightmare had repeated all night. Every time it ended right there and Nate awoke, covered in sweat and more tired than before he went to sleep. It was the most restless night of his life. Nate rubbed his eyes and noticed it wasn't night anymore. It was morning. But it wasn't just morning. It was 8.17, which meant it was really 8.14, which meant Nate only had 16 minutes to get to school. He had slept in. Nate threw on some clothes and raced downstairs. Mrs. Spelling stood at the stove.
2: Nate, what are you still doing home? Spencer said you already left for school.
0: Of course he did. I must have slept through my alarm. Nate shoved a cold piece of toast into his mouth. Mrs. Spelling started to untie her apron.
2: (sighs) Let me take you to school. It's fine, Mom. I'll be on time. Bye. Nate ran out the back door.
0: It wasn't that Nate wouldn't appreciate the ride... But he needed to imaginate a new U-phone before he got to school. He needed it today more than ever. It would be the only way to get back into good standing with the trio. Maybe
2: it could be a new model. Yeah, a prototype that I was selected to test out or something. I can have some cool features that they've never seen before and tell them that I was supposed to keep it a secret, but since they're my friend... (laughs) Perfect! What feature should it have? A sunscreen dispenser? No. A meat thermometer? No.
0: That's when Nate noticed he was being followed. Again. It was the abnormally bright red color that caught his eye. A long sliver of it, about a block behind him. It had been about a block behind him for three blocks now. Stealthily looking back over his shoulder, out of the corner of his eye, Nate could see it was the man with the red umbrella. Nate turned the corner. So did the man. Nate walked a little faster. So did the man. Nate ran. So did the man. Nate took off up a horse trail that led into the Brea Hills. The winding horse trails were in the complete opposite direction of his school, but might provide enough cover for Nate to lose, whoever this guy was. He ran around a bend in the trail and down a little hill through the shady poplar trees. Nate turned around another bend in the trail and came to a sudden stop. In front of Nate stood the man with the red umbrella. His purple pinstripe suit was dulled by a layer of dust. His shoulder-length wavy black hair hung like curtains on either side of his face, which held a menacing smile. And a wicked goatee. His hands lay calmly over the handle of his umbrella. The metal tip casually planted in the dirt in front of him. Like he was about to start some song and dance number. Hello, Nate. Great day for a run, isn't it? His dark voice sounded as if he was trying not to laugh. Like he had some funny secret. Only he knew and was dying to tell someone.
2: How does he know my name? How did he get ahead of me? Who is this guy?
1: You know, my boss wanted me to stay away from
0: you. I just couldn't, though. There's just too much fun to be had. Nate thought of that morning in the Tolji Woods. The pine cones. See? Wasn't that fun? How did you do that? The man's grin
1: got wider. You didn't really think you were the only one, did you? What? That's youth, I guess. Thinks the world revolves around them. The man took his umbrella and laid it in both hands. It's my favorite imagination. I try to add something to it every day I imagine it. Pinecones, teleportation, indestructibility, etc. Today, I added the ability to stop sound. That's how I silenced your alarm clock. You made me late to school? Why? Again
0: with youth. They don't know how to ask the right questions. He gave a devilish smile. This conversation was really tickling him. What's the right question? The man took a deep breath, stalling a little for effect. Then whispered, Where? Where do you fit in
1: all of this? That's what I've been wondering. That's what my boss wants to know.
2: Where do I fit?
1: Yes. It's a big world. Not the world you're thinking of. I'm talking about the world you don't know that exists within the world you do. Where do you fit... In that, there are people out there, a dangerous and a different kind of people.
0: The man slowly took two steps toward Nate. Nate slowly took two steps back. He tripped over a large root and stumbled back against a giant tree trunk. The smile disappeared off the man's face. You're powerful,
1: Nate. Few can do what you can do at such a young age. That makes you a problem for certain people. Right now, they don't know about you. But they will. You're lucky we got you first. What is this
2: maniac talking about? I don't know who he is, but he doesn't look right in the head.
0: The man got closer. You need to come with me now. Nate needed to think of a plan. So he stalled. Uh, My mom told me not to trust strangers.
2: And, And no offense, but you are really strange. The man pointed
1: his umbrella at Nate. Don't be alarmed. It has a teleport mechanism.
0: Look, it's quite fun. The man moved his umbrella over and tapped a large rock on the ground. The rock flickered, then disappeared in a quick flash of electricity. All that remained was an electric buzz that lingered in the air for a few seconds. Nate's eyes went wide. It's painless, really. So I've heard. Never had it done
1: to me. He pointed the umbrella back at Nate. All you need to do is touch the top, and you'll be whisked away to someplace safe.
0: Someplace sound. What could Nate do? He was trapped. His back against a tree, a lunatic standing in front of him with a magic umbrella. That might work. You promise I'll be safe? The man gave a smirk, fit for a car salesman. Of course. (laughs) Nate reached his hand up to the umbrella. In that moment, Nate didn't know who was crazier, him or the man with the red umbrella. But he knew this was his only option. Nate quickly grabbed the middle of the umbrella and shoved the tip into the tree trunk behind him. The large tree flickered in a crack of electricity. The tree vanished and a giant hole where the tree's root system used to be formed beneath them. Nate managed to jump clear just in time. But the man fell 20 feet into a crater of loose dirt and soil. Nate landed on the side of the freshly formed hole and was able to scramble up and out before the man had fully realized what had happened. Nate took off running. He left the trail and sprinted through the trees and bushes. He didn't quite know where he was headed, but he knew he had to run fast. It would only take the man a few moments to get out of that hole and come after him. His legs were at least three times as long as Nate's, so he would catch up to him in no time. Nate had to hide. Nate found a particularly dense area of bushes and burrowed into a small opening under the brush. Nate was out of breath, sweaty, and his mind was in a million places.
2: What do I do? Hell,
0: Call 911. I don't have a phone. I just made a tree
2: disappear. This guy is crazy. I can make the U phone. Mom! Not a phone. I need a weapon. Someone protect me. Where is he? I need to protect myself. Ah! Focus. I need a weapon.
0: The sound of footsteps echoed through the hills. The man with the red umbrella was close. Nate knew he needed to act before it was too late. He quickly pulled his notebook out of his backpack. He opened to a blank page and sketched as fast as he could.
2: Uh, 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 A freeze gun. Yes! Yes! I'll call it, uh, the deep freezer. Perfect.
0: The sound of footsteps slowed. They were now sounds of stalking. Nate's hand whizzed across the page. He's
2: close. Shh. think a freeze gun. Freeze gun? There's no place like freeze gun.
0: That was very clever, Nate. He was maybe a dozen yards away.
1: Who knew a tree's roots went so deep? I think we both learned something.
0: Nate tried hard to focus.
1: I know you're hiding somewhere. That's what I would do at your age. Nate drew as he thought. (laughs) It'll shoot big blasts of freeze stuff. Huge. Uh, It needs to have a a, a trigger. Duh. Come on, more detail. Tomorrow I should add a heat-sinking function to my umbrella for situations like this. It just gets better every day. It should be lightweight, made of aluminum. It takes a hefty part of the mind to remember all the details and imagine
0: it every day. The man approached the patch of bushes Nate was hiding in.
1: Some say the brain power I spend on it so frequently has affected my sanity. What else? What's missing?
2: What do you think, Nate? Color. Yellow body with an orange handle! Yellow body with an orange handle!
0: The tip of the man's umbrella glowed brightly. He looked down at it and grinned. Did you just imagine something? Nate stopped breathing. His hiding spot was now just a few feet behind the man. It's a feature,
1: I added early on. It helps to know when someone like us is around. When it lights up, it usually means that one of two things are
0: coming. Nate scanned the scenery. Fun? There it was, laying on the ground behind a nearby bush. Or danger. Nate sprinted toward the deep freezer. The man smiled. Sometimes. Both. Nate ran harder than he had ever ran in his life. The man was right behind him. Nate dove for the gun, grabbed it, and rolled. It was probably the coolest thing he'd ever done. He whipped around, then fired. It was a big blast of freeze stuff. Huge. The power of the blast knocked Nate over. The giant ball of freeze whizzed past the man, who threw himself backwards on the ground, narrowly escaping a direct hit. The freeze ball hit a tree and covered it in a thick sheet of ice. The man stood and dusted off his dusty suit.
1: Overimagined a little there, did we? Nate got to his feet. It takes some
0: practice to get it right. Like this. He aimed his red umbrella at the deep freezer. A powerful gust of air shot out of the umbrella and blew the deep freezer out of Nate's hand. See? The man smiled. It can even be adjusted to suit the need. He pointed the umbrella at Nate. An even stronger gust pushed Nate right off his feet. He flew through the air and landed hard on the dirt, right next to the deep freezer. Without hesitating, Nate grabbed the gun. The man dove into the bushes just as Nate fired at him. Nate got up and ran, and the man followed after. The chase wound through the hills, Nate shooting over his shoulder every few steps, covering patches of bushes, trees, and shrubbery in layers of ice.
2: I should have added a never-miss function.
0: Fierce gusts of wind shot back at Nate from the man's red umbrella. (laughs) Trees quivered on impact, dirt and leaves exploded into the air around Nate. Nate rounded a bend and turned to catch the man by surprise. The man came around the corner, and Nate fired. Lickety-split, the man opened his umbrella. The ball of freeze stuff bounced off the red umbrella and into the trees above Nate. The man lowered his umbrella and smiled. That's my I'm Rubber and Your Glue feature. The beautiful music of wind chimes sounded from above. Both of them looked up. The dangling leaves above Nate glistened in ice and clinked against each other. The beauty of it was mesmerizing for a moment, until, all at once, their increased weight broke them free of their branches and they came plummeting down toward Nate like raining shards of glass. Nate stood motionless under the cascading shower of unpleasant death heading his way. No time to think. No time to move. No time left. Nate flew back into the air. The barrage of leafy ice shrapnel missed Nate by a fraction of a hair and shattered on the ground below. Nate tumbled and landed on his back. Across the sea of crushed ice, the man with the red umbrella had a hint of worry in his eyes. It disappeared when Nate raised his head. The man called out, It's all
1: fun and games until someone gets sliced to pieces by leafsicles. Are you ready to come with
0: me yet? Hmm? <laughs> Nate lifted the deep freezer. The man quickly raised his umbrella. Nate took off again through the brush. The chase continued.
2: I'll never be able to hit him with that umbrella shield.
0: Through the trees, Nate saw the horse trail come back into view. On the other side of the trail was a steep embankment that led down into a narrow valley. Nate got an idea. He changed directions and ran straight toward a thick group of foliage made of some low-hanging tree branches and bushes that lined the horse trail. His lungs were aching. Not even the crazy PE teacher at school made him run this hard. He fired the deep freezer behind him a few times to make sure the man was following him. Sure enough, gusts of wind came firing back. The man was quickly catching up. Nate jumped through the thick foliage, scratching his arms and face as he went through. He emerged through the bushes, landed down on the trail, turned, and fired at the ground, covering it with a thick sheet of ice. Then he got out of the way. The man with the red umbrella came barreling out of the branches. His foot hit the smooth patch of ice and slid out from under him. His body pounded the ice, knocking the umbrella out of his hands. And he slid off the trail and down the embankment. It worked. Nate grabbed the umbrella, grabbed his notebook and backpack, and ran off down the trail towards school. Voices for this episode were provided by the splendidly available Bobby Masseo, Michael Rosenbaum, and Jessica White. Imaginate theme music by the craziest one of them all, Jeffrey Larson. Here is our next Imagination Challenge! In this episode, Nate had to be quick on his feet and imaginate something to help him escape from the man with the red umbrella. If you were being chased... What contraption would you imagine to defend yourself or to use for a quick escape? Have your parents record your idea and send it to imaginateseries at gmail.com. Until next time, Imaginators. And remember, people who can think quickly in the moment have been practicing thinking quickly for years.